Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast from Switch to Manual. I'm Antonio, and welcome to episode 74 for the end of May, May 2018. 74 episodes, that's a lot. I don't think I've ever done anything this long, <laughs> this consistently. And I'm very proud of it, very proud. Hope you guys are too. Hope you like uh, my show. Or our show. I still call it our show, even though Tom's not involved. And I keep saying we, and I keep saying our. And uh, you know what? If I do, so what? Uh, Tom is always here with us all. Uh, and, you know, he, like I said, it's as summertime comes up, he said he would make a, an appearance now and then. So i got to get him on the horn, figure out who we want to talk to, and uh, get Tom back on the show. I, I have a great chemistry with him. And I really miss... Uh, I miss him from, you know, not being in New York City, and I also, you know, miss him from the show as a regular, uh, you know, joining me and talking photography. I think we had a really good rapport, and everybody says that, uh, and I believe you guys. And, uh, you know, wanted to, you know, when we uh, closed up shop with him, uh, what is it, five episodes now ago, uh, you know, we left the door open for Tom to come back, so... You know, I'm I'm still going to be saying we and us and our show, and it's not because I'm trying to talk about myself in some third-person weirdness or something like that. It's just because I keep forgetting that, uh, you know, Tom and I started this thing. So anyway, uh, that being said, hey, you know, I wanted to go back for a second for the last show that I did with my friend Sean. I'm hoping you guys enjoyed that. And I've been getting actually a lot of good feedback from that, and I want to have Sean on the show again. Someone actually suggested that he would be the, the next co-host. Uh, I wish that was possible, and, uh, you know, Sean, uh, I'm sure, would wish it's possible as well. You know, he's such a busy guy, and he's, uh, he's got other things to do. He's an instructor in, uh, in Texas, in Texas University. So, yeah, I, I, my intention is to have him on the show again because I love talking about that kind of stuff with him. And actually, I want to have him and my friend Gene Mealy who's been on the show a few times. Uh, I want to do a roundtable with the three of us. I'm not sure what, um, but I think they're all up for that. So we're going to come up with something and figure out a time when we can do it and uh, throw that into the mix, into some near future. Maybe also because it's summer, Sean might have a little bit more time, and uh, certainly Gene might when he's not going out and teaching uh, courses in uh, you know Santa Fe or Maine or uh, out in, in the West uh you know, he'll have some time too. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get that working. And if you guys have any ideas for what you want us to talk about, why don't you send them in and, uh, that would help me try to come up with a topic and I can bounce it off of Sean and Gene. Uh, but there'd be a great little trilogy. The three of us, you know, we shared the studio together when we were in the city and, uh, we had it, uh, from 1997 to about 2002. Uh, if you remember from the show last Last time, Sean actually moved out earlier, and we had another person come and take over. But, you know, since then, Sean and I and Gene have been friends, and all of our families have been friends. And we actually lived together in Brooklyn, very near each other. And we, we all did a lot of stuff uh, together. And so, you know, the three of us would always talk photography uh, and uh, so in our studio a lot. And so, you know, I can get us on the show and, and talk about that. But anyway, you know, send some, some suggestions. Have you heard me and... Sean, last episode, if you haven't, go back and listen and um, go back and listen to some of the shows with me and Gene and you can get a kind of feel for our rapport. And then if you got some ideas, send them forward to us and uh, uh, I'll, I'll 
talk to those guys and we'll get us on a show together. And actually, I would want to do a few more roundtables. I have some ideas for roundtables. And so getting some of the guys from, uh, you know, Sid and Mac from uh, uh, Shutter Time and maybe Bart Blue Shots and, and, and a few other people uh, and doing some roundtables. And so I have some ideas about that. So, um, you know, send me, you know, bounce some feedback back to me here, what we would like to talk about with multiple photographers. Not, you know, not an interview. I'm not a I don't want to always talk to new photographers, although I do want to talk to new photographers. So if you have any photographers that you want to hear, and please let them know and, and maybe hook me up with them somehow. Uh, I would be happy to, uh, I'd like to interview people, I'd like to talk about their photography. I don't want to talk uh, by myself all the time. So anyway, that being said, welcome to the show, episode 74, right? Yeah, one more until 75. I don't know if that's a significant number, but so... Uh, between last episode and now, so, you know, it's I'm doing it every couple of weeks, and a bunch of things happened photographically, you know, uh, in my world, not not big things, but, you know, I figured I would share them with you because I really don't have another outlet to share these with. So you guys get to hear what has been going on with me, and uh, I'm just sort of flying off the cuff here uh, as I'm, as I'm, uh, as I'm talking really, you know, again, the last minute, but I like putting these shows together where I'm just sort of talking to you guys and you guys have given me good feedback about this as well so here goes uh a week ago today or yesterday uh, i stopped putting up pictures on instagram now I'm, I'm jumping ahead for a second you know uh telling you what i did uh i shut down my instagram i didn't delete the account um basically i put up a picture of a camera my one i took a shot of one of my Fuji cameras and I put a big X over it basically saying I got to take a break um, I don't want to submit any more pictures and I don't want to get involved in, in Instagram anymore so I'm, I'm closing up you're not going to see pictures of me for a while uh, I'll get into the reasons in a second now I've got three Instagram accounts I got the Antonio Rosario account I've got Switch to Manual and I've got my cat Opie and you probably heard about that if you guys listen to you know the uh uh, Shutter time with Sid and Mac. I was on with them talking about Opie, my uh, Opie Instagram account. So, you know, I'm a crazy cat person. So Instagram is great for posting pictures of cats and looking at pictures of cats. And so I use that account for a good excuse to post pictures of my cat and not bug anybody else about it, you know, because how many people really want to see pictures of my cats? Other, other cra crazy cat people do. So anyway, uh, I closed down the AM Rosario account. The Switch to Manual account is still open and like I said, Opie's account is still open, and those have different purposes. And the Switch to Manual account is, is part of this uh, venture that I'm doing in the podcast and Switch to Manual. And, you know, in a sense, it's kind of a business account. I mean, I'm not really putting up a lot of pictures, but my intention is to sort of push Switch to Manual a lot more and get, you know, get this sort of running up as a, as a, a business where, you know, I'm doing instruction and more podcasts and whatever. I mean, I really like doing this. So Switch to Manual, it's got, that one's got a purpose. Opie is crazy cat people, but the Antonio Rosario account, the AIM Rosario account, I shut down. Now, this is the second time I've shut this account down. Actually, I think the first time I did it, I actually deleted it. And then um, because it was early on on Instagram and I wasn't quite m understanding it and it's just, it just wasn't fitting. And then uh, I restarted it in, I want to say 2014 uh, or 2013. I can't remember exactly when, but it, it happened roughly after 
there was a photo show or uh, was a photo show in New York that happens every September and it's called Photoville and you've probably heard me talk about it before and I, I went to a seminar there and there was a couple of photographers there and they were talking about social media and I listened to them and you know a couple of guys there were talking about um, you know Instagram and what they were doing with it and back then you know I was thinking okay I want to generate more business with my photography and so I, I opened up the account again and luckily I still had the same name and uh, I, I started again and I, I, I did a mix of photography I was doing some personal stuff and some other stuff and then I just went totally street photography and I left that going and it's been running since then and I had uh, sometime I had about I had close to about 3,000 images up there and I think about 20 oh gosh I have to look at the account, but something like 2,000, a bit over 2,000 followers eventually. And and uh, I feel like I actually earned those followers. Oh, by the way, let me just preface this by a thing. I'm really going to try to not make too many more podcasts or discussions about social media. You've, you, if you've been listening to me, you've heard a lot lately about social media. And, you know, this kind of ties in what I was talking about with Instagram and me shutting down. I really... I'm getting a little tired of talking about it, but I figured you guys might want to know what I'm doing and why and, and apply it to maybe, you know, your thought processes on social media. But I really like my, my hand is under my neck. I've had it up to here with social media in general, and I don't want to, you know, I really don't want to deal with it anymore and I don't want to spend my podcast time talking about it, but I will today because there's a, you know, a, uh, a finished story I want to go into. But I, I really, I'm going to try to promise not to talk about it anymore, even on other, other podcasts. Although I think I'm doing a show with Sid and Mac on Friday. Uh, Friday. This is uh, Wednesday. I'm recording this. So in a couple of days, I'll be doing one. And I'm sure we'll be talking about some social media. But I think I'm on the, like, this is it. You know, it might pop up now and then, but I am certainly not going to devote a podcast to it. I really am going to try not to spend the entire show talking about this. Anyhow, yeah, so on Instagram... I ended up building up like 3,000 pictures and maybe like 25, 2,600 followers. And I was actually following, you know, a lot of other street photographers because I want to see that kind of photography. I really sort of narrowed down my, you know, what I want to do on Instagram. It did take me a very long time to get up to that many followers. Now, I'm not the kind of photographer or person who really wanted to sit on Instagram all day and engage. I'm doing quotes, you know, engage and, and talk to other people. You know, I wanted to have a place to post and was hoping that, you know, when I was doing it, as I was going through it, that people would, you know, latch onto my work and, and follow me and see what was going on. And I certainly was doing that with other photographers, following them. And, it, you know, at a certain point it reached, I think, a plateau where, uh, you know, I would post pictures, I would get a certain amount of res response, and, and then day by day it was kind of the same thing. So... What happened was, let's see, a few days before I, I decided to shut down the Instagram account, I found a journal that I had written, started writing in 1986. And in 1986, I was 22 years old. <laughs> um, and I'll get into the 1986 in a second, but anyway, I flipped through the journal. It was, it was not a full book. It was one of these sketchbooks, you know, without the sketchbooks, without the uh, lines in it. So um, I, I flipped through it and I started reading some stuff. It wasn't filled, um, 
which is very interesting because my my personality is I, I tend to start a lot of things and I never finish it. So I'm looking at this book and I'm like, wow, there's all these pages that are blank. And then, you know, about the first third of it is full of writing, very tiny, teeny tiny handwriting about a lot of different things. I was writing uh, about my day to day stuff or thoughts and I was writing some not so good you know, science fiction short, short stories and just thoughts and some drawings. I was actually surprised that I could do some kind of drawings of faces and whatnot. But, um, you know, and I think I started it in what is it, January, I'm looking at it now, January 29th, 1986 is roughly about the first entry. All right. So anyway, I read, a, I just opened up a paragraph and I read it and, and, and for some reason, it made some impact on me. And I, I will read it to you. Uh, I'm going to read a few things from my journal. And it must have been percolating. So whatever I read, I, uh, and I'll read this paragraph to you, percolated for a little while. And remember, now I had been talking previously about shutting down my uh, Instagram account because that, what my friend Gene said, which I thought was really kind of funny, was that the current trend in social media is shutting your sh social media account down. And, you know, I thought about that for a while. You know, I'm not one to jump into doing uh, something uh, without, you know, taking a little bit of time to figure what I, what I want to do. But, uh, you know, I go back and forth about things. I'm very sort of waffly on things. You know, I, like, I, like I said, I was on Instagram once. I deleted it and then I came back to it. You know, uh, I changed my mind about the stuff. But something about the passage that I read and then, I don't know, kind of linked up with what I've been thinking about social media and all the stuff I've been talking about lately. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm, I'm just pulling the plug. And I, I, I don't know if it was a direct result of what I read, but there was something about it that sort of put a little seed in me and made me really start to think about what I'm doing with Instagram and what am I doing in general. Now, lately, I've been... You know, I work a day job. I work I work two day jobs in a way. They're both part time. One's for a TV station. Another is for a stock agency. And I and they're both involved in doing video in the stock agency. I'm reviewing stock film. And at the TV station, I'm a camera operator and I work on a daily show. So my Monday through Thursday routine is very, very repetitive. And actually, it's let's say the whole week because I need to. I work Monday through Thursday at the TV station. Um, and then on Friday, I work at home and I spend, I spend generally the whole day home uh, working for the stock agency doing the, the video reviews. Uh, and I'll have breakfast with Gene now and then on, on Fridays. I try to have breakfast with them all the time, but sometimes I have to work. So my Monday through Fridays is just like for a lot of people, it is a repetitive thing. You, we get up and we do and whatever. And you know me, I take my street pictures while I'm on the way to my uh, television station job. So I'm often carrying my camera to the subway and I'm taking shots. And, you know, it is the, I generally take the same route all the time. Uh, like I said, you've seen some pictures of the same people all the time, but I, I tend to, you know, I'm kind of happy with that little route and, and the amount of stuff I've done and, and the variety of work that I've done. And, um, you know, I'll take pictures on one day and I'll post them to Instagram and Facebook and perhaps Flickr. Actually, it does it automatically. When I go to, when I go to Instagram, it posts it in all these places automatically. So I'm getting my shots everywhere. 
with one posting. Uh, and so it becomes sort of this routine that, you know, I do this thing and repeat it day after day. And, you know, a lot of you will uh, resonate with that because we all, so many of us do day-to-day things. You know, we're not, uh, let's say, we're not, maybe we're not all working photographers. Some of us are, but some of us are, you know, doing other things and, and generating money to help our photography. So you you, you get what I'm going at, right? So uh, where am I going with this? <laughs> So uh, I've been, you know, people ask me, how are you doing? You know, how's things going? And I, I've, my standard response lately has been, it's like a groundhog day. You know, things are, are, are repeating, repeating, repeating. Now that's, you know, not literally what is happening, but sometimes it feels that way. So uh, I'm a kind of personality, let's say, I want to say I'm addictive personality, but like I do have some, Okay. So uh, Instagram has become one of those things. And, uh, you know, we talked about it on a couple of episodes ago uh, or on another show. I'm forgetting I blend these things together since I'm on so many podcasts about the uh, young man who uh, posted on YouTube that he had quit social media. He, you know, got rid of his million followers and how much better he's felt. And my first uh, response to that was to be a little cynical about it. And then, you know, it's sort of, I, I sort of sat with it for a while and really understood what he was talking about. And I was really kind of interested that he was so young and had to find himself getting off of social media so early because of the effect that it was having on him. And I, I think that it's actually been an undercurrent for me for a while. Uh, and one of the things he talked about was sort of the, you know, the kind of little jolt you get from seeing people liking your images and, and paying attention to you. And that's all sort of some affirmation that, you know, what you're doing is is making some sort of impact on the world or at least on some people. Right. And I am not immune to that, you know. So I put up my pictures on Instagram and, you know, at some point in the day or a few points in the day or I don't even know how many times you know, I'm, I look and I see, OK, well, you know, a certain amount of people gave me little hearts and there's a certain amount of people who started to follow me. And I go, okay, that's interesting. And every now and then I'll have a picture that does really well, um, what I consider really well. I mean, not well compared to some other people who post, but, you know, all of a sudden it boosts, you know, I get a larger amount of people giving me hearts and uh, and a larger amount of people following me. And then there are days when, it, you know, that doesn't happen. And I am not not affected by that. That's a weird way to say that I am affected by it. And I didn't think I would, but I think what's happened in the week that I've given it up, I've noticed how much I was affected by it. You know, I like to think that, well, no, I'm not, I'm not that kind of person who wants to see people, you know, giving me thumbs up and whatnot. But you know what? That's a lot of BS because I did want to see people give me thumbs up. I posted pictures on Instagram. Oh, and let me just put this in here. I don't blame social media or Instagram for anything that I'm doing. This is very much of a you know, there are these tools and things that are out there and they hook on to uh, or bits of my personality, maybe anybody's personality, hooks into it and gets sort of uh, some sort of fix or jolt from these things, whatever they may be. So I don't want to start blaming things. It's like, you know, uh, 
you know, everybody points to things and starts blaming these things. Now, I'm not trying to get political here, so let's not go that direction. But if you get what I'm, what I'm saying is that very few people try to take personal responsibility for the things that they do. So I want to own up to taking the personal responsibility for letting or uh, I don't try to be a victim here, let's say, for really using these things and having them create a sort of an internal feedback loop on me uh, that I felt is not doing me any good. Now, I've got people saying, there's going to be a lot of people you listening, who are listening to the show saying Instagram is a great thing. It's a great way to share pictures. I don't disagree with any of that. I love sharing my pictures. You know, I, I, I liked all the aspects of it. And I still like all the aspects of it. Um, what I was coming across in my mind was like, what am I gaining from this? Okay. Now, my, again, I'm not talking about switch to manual. I'm not talking about OP. And I already told you that if those have different goals in mind. And I'm going to work on those. And I actually have ideas for that stuff. So those are kind of things. But for my own work, I was like, okay, what am I trying to do? Am I trying to get, am I trying to get people to follow me? Am I trying to get work? Am I trying, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, why am I posting pictures every single day? to Instagram and why do I feel like I need to take a picture every day and post it or or something and you know I'm hooked into this um, system that uh, you know may have been created in Instagram it was probably created in Flickr you know this whole idea of social media where you get this kind of positive feedback and generally social media is positive feedback you know there's, there's no thumbs down in uh you know, Facebook, I mean, they have these other faces and stuff like that, but there's no thumbs down. Like, I don't like this. And, and Instagram doesn't have a, uh, I don't know, broken heart. I don't know what they would use. So it's all positive. Generally, it's positive stuff that you get uh, that I got when I would post to, you know, something like Instagram. And of course, if I didn't get enough positive, what I quote unquote think is en enough, what is enough, I, you know, something would happen with me. So, you know, and Right now I'm pointing to Instagram. There's a lot of other things in my life personally, but in the photography world that, you know, I uh, can say that, oh God, I'm losing my train of thought here, but there's a lot of other things that are part of the complexity of my quote unquote groundhog day effect that's going on. And what I mean by that also is that I'm like, I don't feel like I'm moving forward, especially photographically. I mean, there are times when I think I am, you know, uh, might have reached a plateau in my my work. I don't know. You know, someone's asking me, what are you doing? Why are you shooting the street photography? And I was like, you know, I love doing it, but what am I doing with it? Where am I going with it? I don't really have answers for that yet. And so, uh, and there's a multi multiple bunch of other stuff in my personal life. I don't want to get into that now, but there's a lot of stuff, right? And I, I kind of want to describe this as sort of going on a circular path, you know, the groundhog effect. And um, that might not be the right word because every day is different. It's not really a circle. Uh, my friend Gene pointed out they're really going down a road, right? And, you know, I like to say, well, maybe I'm looking for an exit to try to find a different road. But I was talking on Twitter with a bunch of folks yesterday, or is it today? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. And I was thinking that it's more like an echo chamber. You know, all these things that are going on and, you know, it's Instagram and Twitter and whatever else I'm doing. 
um, is is like an echo chamber. Things are bouncing around and coming back, and 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 nothing's really leaving or or moving forward. And I thought, well, let me try with Instagram to to use Instagram as like removing one of the walls from this echo chamber and seeing what happens. And you know, I could drop Twitter. I doubt it, but and I could do. There's a whole bunch of. It's not just social media. It's a bunch of other things in my life that I can switch. Uh, you know, I'm sitting around my desk right now and it's a complete mess. I really haven't had time to clean up my office. You know, that kind of affects me and that affects me when I'm taking pictures because everything affects me, right? You know, I'm not separate from my photography. The photography is me. So if I'm in a dirty room or I'm anxious or uptight about the fact that I haven't cleaned my desk in a while, that affects how I take pictures. It affects everything else, right? You know? affects how I feel or I act to my friends or, you know, how I'm at work or whatever. Um, where the, the, the system is going to permeate and send ripples out and affect everything that I'm doing. Because of the photography podcast, and that's what I'm talking about, I'm really, really talking about my photography. So a uh, long-winded way around saying, like, well, let me start moving some of the things out of the equation. And I don't know what other things I'll be doing and I'm not sure I'll share them all with you but I'll share the thing about Instagram okay so I pull Instagram out of the process now I'm like I said I'm not fully out I didn't delete the account I still have it there uh, I don't check it every day in the past week I have not checked it every day um, what happens is I'll log on to look at my cat's account and I might be still logged on to my account so I'll happen to see what's going on but I kind of quickly get out of it and go to my cat's account or go to switch to manual account and poke around there for a little while a couple things I noticed first of all that I've started losing followers so people who were following me are now dropping off now I, that happens all the time on Instagram you got people who are following it's like this constant flow of people now I don't understand what's going on entirely but couple of theories I have and I'm sure I could be equally right about these first of all there's a lot of there's probably a lot of uh, fake accounts or fraudulent accounts that are following me and those are getting dropped so that happens and that seems to happen on a daily basis that can account for some of the numbers dropping fine whatever then there are people who like may see that I've taken a you know 500 street shots and then I suddenly take a shot of a doorway and like, oh, that's not what, you know, I'm signing up for and say, drop me, right? Whatever. That might happen. The other thing that might happen, which is I just thought about it, was that the people who are like, what are other people doing on Instagram? What are they doing? Are they using it only to boost their numbers or get some sort of dopamine effect by having people follow them and talk to them or like their pictures back? And if it's not reciprocal, then they're saying, well, to hell with this. I'll go find other people. And I was like, okay, I'm, sh I'm reasonably sure that that's happening, right? So, okay, so I'm looking at my work, right? And I've also talked about this. And I'm not sure if I talked about this on the show or I was just talking personally with somebody else about it. But I've, I've been, my, my, we're all, sorry, I lost for words here because I'm thinking of so many things. You go on Instagram, right, and instantly you're on your phone and you're flipping through pictures and you're tapping and you're giving hearts to pictures 
and you're spending, I don't know, a second with each shot, right? Boom, 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 boom. Uh, I think like I'm doing the same thing. I'm harding those pictures also because I want to be able to look at them later, right? At some point I want to, you know, by harding the pictures and basically bookmarking them so I can come back to them later. That also lets the person know that I liked their picture or something that I wanted to come back to, right? So how much time am I spending per picture? I'm spending one, two seconds, right? Maybe every now and then I'll be a picture I'll stare at for a little while. And then, of course, I'm realizing people do the same with me. And I'm thinking like, at some point I thought like, do I really want people to only spend you know, the two seconds or one second looking at my picture. And I'm like, I'm not really keen with that. I, I don't like that I'm doing it, right? And you know what? I, I've bookmarked all these pictures and I really haven't gone back and looked at them. I really haven't. You know, it's a, sort of like, uh, you know, someone who hoards newspapers. You know, you hoard all these newspapers. You ever go back to the one that you hoarded from a year and a half ago? No, it's just in a pile someplace, you know, on you know in your room. And you haven't looked at them. And I think that's what I've been doing. And I realized that probably people are doing that to my pictures as well. And I was thinking, uh, that's not that's not a great thing, right? I, I'm not keen on the idea that people are engaging with my work at only a second at a time. And it's I'm happy that they've spent the time, you know, tapping the key and looking at my picture. But it's not it's not the right amount of time to spend with someone's work. And I realize I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing the same thing with other people. I'm not spending the amount of time that, uh, that a picture that I think I like or that I'm, you know, wanting to be with for a while really deserves more my time. So that's one thing about this, about Instagram, you know, it's like, I, it's not a place to spend a lot of time. And I remember Olaf was talking about this on, uh, I think it was on shutter time. And he was saying, you know, like, it'd be great to have, like, an app where you couldn't like a picture until you spent some time with it. Maybe you had to write a long comment or whatever. And I really like that idea. I mean, but, you know, people don't want to be forced to do things. And, uh, you know, in fact, having to force, you know, an outside force to come in and say, you can't do this thing. You can't like a picture until you write a comment about it. You know, it. you'd want people... I wouldn't want that to happen because then it's like, you, know, whoosh, whoosh, you better like his picture. You better spend time. You better, you know, engage and talk to him uh, before you can actually, you know, keep this picture bookmark it or whatever. I, you know, I think when you start forcing people to do things, you realize that they're not doing it of their own free will. So I don't like, you know, I don't think that would ever work. And if it if they ever came up with a system like that, I don't think it would be really genuine. So anyway, sort of long way to be talking about Instagram and what I'm doing with it. The other thing about it was, oh, so I'm thinking about, okay, I'm losing followers all the time. And, you know, maybe at some point I'll, you know, I'll have no followers, whatever. Okay. I mean, the other part of this is like, well, what have I been gaining from Instagram? Like what have, what are the tangible things that I'm looking around my desk, I'm feeling my life, my wallet, my bank account, my friends. Now, I have friends that I made on Twitter, I have friends on Facebook, I have friends in the real world that I work with, friends in my building, I got their friends everywhere, okay? I've met a few people on Instagram, right? Now, of course, some of them are going to say, well, you know, you got to engage with people on Instagram, you have Instagram meetups and whatever, and yeah, that's great, you know? I just didn't do that. I didn't, I never, I never did that. I met a few people on Instagram, but my idea was to, you know, share my pictures, have a place to share it. I didn't really want to have huge discussions. Um, it, it didn't feel like the right kind of place. For me, the discussion place is Twitter, 
little bit of Facebook. Facebook is crazy land sometimes, so I don't want to get into that. But, you know, I've had more engaging. I've had a lot of engaging conversations on Twitter uh, just because of the way it works. And um, now with the extra characters, it makes it a little bit easier to have a longer discussion. But Instagram, I never really had a a genuinely good discussion. Now, of course, that could be my fault because I haven't spent time on it. You know, the interface is, you know, type is teeny. I need to wear glasses to, you know, there's a whole bunch of things. And I sound like a complaining old guy, right? I I am a complaining old guy. I am not going (laughs) to, I am. Uh, I'm an older guy, you know, I dig, you know, Instagram. I understand it and I'm not going to, you know, wipe it away if like some generational thing. I'm not an idiot. But there was just something, there's something about it that's not in, in grabbing me to to have a long discussion on there. So I'm not having these great discussions. I'm not meeting people. I'm not making friends. I really just, image, you know, imagined it as a gallery where I could show my pictures and people around the world could see them. You know, it's one of the ways um, besides Flickr or 500 Pics or Facebook or something like that. But what was I gaining from it? What am I gaining from it? Like, I'm really finding myself, I was finding myself spending a lot of energy and, and not really aware of the energy. Like, you know, I go take pictures, or I walk to work, take pictures, I process the ones from yesterday on the on the train or maybe the ones I just took. By the time I get to work, you know, I might post, you know, one of the shots from, uh, from what I just took, I might hashtag it. You know, this, the hashtagging thing is another crazy thing about that is in order for people to see your pictures, you got to hashtag it. I was like, well, I've got 2,600 followers. Why don't I have to hashtag it if there's 2,600 followers? But not all those people are real. Not everybody looked at the pictures, whatever. So there's this whole gaming thing going on. And you know this. I'm, I'm not saying anything you guys don't know. In the meantime, I'm not getting paid for it. Now, I'm not looking out to get money, but like I'm putting, you know, this is the idea of putting out an energy, putting out energy, and what am I getting back from it? I'm getting a lot of people giving me little hearts, which is about the only way you can engage, you know, um, really on Instagram. I mean, I'll get, like I said, there you can get comments and stuff like that, but, you know, the immediate thing that you look at is how many little hearts you get and how do you feel about that, right? And so how do I feel when one day I got, you know, you know, a hundred likes, right? And the next day I got 20, you know, and people say, well, don't, doesn't really matter. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Of course it doesn't matter. It's not, it's not reality, but of course there's some part of me that's saying, well, this, you know, and again, I'm not saying anything that you guys don't under, you know, don't uh, resonate with this picture is not as good because not as many people liked it. And so here I am doing this thing, creating for the system. The only person, the only place that's making money off of my pictures Everybody else's pictures is, is Instagram. Now, of course, there are some people on there. They're going to be, you know, they've got millions of followers or hundreds of thousands of followers, or thousands of followers, and, you know, maybe brands follow them. But you know what? The rest of the schmoes are just posting pictures and our um, Instagram is making money or, or we should say Facebook is making money from us. And, you know, that's fine. I, I'm going into this with eyes open. I'm not saying oh, they should be making money. I, I know that, you know, it's a free thing and they're making money. So, you know, like I said, I'm trying, I don't want to blame Instagram for anything. I'm trying to not even blame myself. I'm not beating myself up about this, but like, what am I gaining from this? If I, if I started writing down a list of things, I've gained absolutely nothing from Instagram, nothing. If anything, I've spent more time and energy, uh, putting myself into Instagram and perhaps other social media things, but let's just, I'm just focusing on Instagram. I've been put a lot of energy, mental energy, uh, 
you know, work energy, like processing pictures, even taking the pictures. And there's been absolutely no return. And I was talking about this echo chamber kind of thing. Like, you know, there's a lot of these things going on in my life, you know, and I'm putting a lot of, I put a lot of energy in here and I put a lot of energy there and some things pay off and some things don't. And why, uh, why would I continue to feed that part of uh, my life, which is Instagram I'm pointing to, why would I continue feeding it when nothing's coming back? So I, I put this question out to all you photographers out there, you know, to, to turn it back away from me for a second, you know, what, what are you gaining by sharing your pictures? Is it because everybody else is doing it? Is it because you expect to get work that someone's going to suddenly, you know, look at your work and say, yes, I want you to be sponsoring our such and such. And you're going to take over our Instagram feed. Uh, what is it that you gain from this? And I, I'm going to, I'm going to just say, let's focus on Instagram for a second. If you want to talk to me about it, that'd be great. You know, find me on Twitter, uh, at switch to manual at switch to number two manual or, you know, AM Rosario. And let's talk, let's talk about it. But I really want to know what you guys are getting from this. For me, I'm gaining nothing. And if anything, it's hurting um, my involvement with that is hurting myself trying to do other things. Like, what if I spent more time cleaning up my office? You know, that that gets a tangible result, right? Maybe it makes me less stressful, makes me let me do my photography and my, you know, desk better. I can set up my lenses. I can clean things, you know, whatever. I Instead of spending time on Instagram. Now, there's a, a bunch of other things I can pull back from as well. Uh, and maybe I'll get into that at some point. Anyway, a long winded way, you know, so far, so it's been a week, right? And I don't miss it, which is really interesting because I wonder like, well, if, if I missed it, then I was getting something. I don't miss it at all. I don't miss anything about it. Uh, I didn't delete the app. Like I said, I didn't, it's not off my phone, but like, I'm not checking it every day, you know, and it's, you know, a cold Turkey kind of thing. But I'm, I'm not missing it. I'm like, what's going on? My life, you know, the, my certainly, and also the other thing, my life has not changed in a week, but you know, these things take a while, uh, maybe one thing at a time, but like Instagram is gone and I'm like, all right, next, what, what else doesn't matter. So, you know, I wasn't getting, you know, sponsorships. I'm not getting galleries looking at me and saying, oh, we love your work, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like nothing has happened. So I didn't lose anything. So big deal, you know? Um, so anyway, th this all came after I read, uh, you know, it's been building up. I wouldn't call it a cause and effect, but you know, the, the tables got tipped after I read my journal from 1986. And I'll go into a little bit of the history for a second. 1986, I was 22 years old, actually 20. 21, early 1986. I was born in November. So it's 21 years old. Okay. So 1986 was my last year in, uh, at the school of visual arts. Where was I at the time? Okay. Here's a bunch of stuff that was going on. So I started working at a place called the image bank in 1984. In fact, I started September 11th, 1984. <laughs> the date's got a, anyway, September 11th, 1984. So 1986, I was working there. I was working. I was uh, my last year of college, I was working on quote unquote, my thesis, 
Um, I'll tell you about maybe I'll tell you about that in a second. What else was going on? I had moved in, moved out of my house. I lived with my mom on, uh, in, I think this was in '84. I moved out, or maybe in '85. I can't remember. But uh, met a, um, I met a girl uh, when I was working at the Image Bank. I worked in the library in the Image Bank. And it, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, the Image Bank was a stock photo agency like Getty or Shutterstock. They work with slides. And one of the things I did, I worked there part-time while I was going to school because I was paying my way through college myself. And I worked in the library. And one of the things I was in charge of was, uh, as a stock agency, they would send out the slides to clients when clients were saying, well, we need pictures of the Eiffel Tower, right? Or we need pictures of you know, Mount Rushmore, whatever. And they would get a bunch of pictures and they would pick up one or two pictures that we'd use and then they would send the rest back. You know, they would send the selection back. And oftentimes the pictures that they sent back were all mixed up in different categories. You know, they would, the, and they often would request pictures of different categories, you know, you know, mothers and babies and Mount Rushmore and, you know, cars and whatever. And they would send the pictures back all mixed up. And my job was to, Take the pictures out of the, the the slides out of the sleeves and look at the picture, and refile those images back into the files based on the category. So I'd look at the picture and it was like you know Mount Rushmore. They go back in the Mount Rushmore file. So that's what I did. It was a very you know I had a little cubby hole. Uh, boxes of pictures would pop. Uh, boxes of um, uh, sorry sheets of slides would come on my desk and I would take them out and 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 refile them. It was a great way to. First of all, I saw a lot of photography that way. I saw a lot of photography. And then I uh, understood the files, how to how to categorize the picture. So it's sort of an early version of keywording now. If you guys, if anybody submits to stock agencies now or, or anything or working in, in Lightroom, you have to keyword your pictures. And so I, I was doing a lot of kind of keywording in my head. I had to understand the library. Anyway, so 86, I was at the Image Bank. I was... I moved out of my mom's house, my apartment in Manhattan, and moved to Brooklyn with my girlfriend at the time, who eventually became my first wife. And um, I think I had just gotten the apartment then. And a bunch of stuff was going on in the world. It was 1986, so Reagan was still president. Uh, I think we were still kind of at the end of the Cold War. You know, things were, there was a lot of stuff going on in 86. And uh, what was I doing else? So, yeah, my last year in college, I was doing a, a thesis, and it was really lame. It was, I had a really not good instructor. I can't remember his name, and so I'm glad, so I can't out him. I don't think he was very good. This is coming from me, biased at the time now. Uh, and I decided to do it on stock photography. And I was like, what? You know, this is really weird because I was working at the stock agent sometimes. So I'm looking at all these pictures and I've already been working there for like a year and a half. And so I'm kind of like into the idea of what's going on. And I know stock photographers make money. And so I'm like, this is a great thing to do. I want to I want to do more of this kind of stuff. And so I think that's how I, um, you know, my thesis was somehow I my mean, thesis had to be photography related. Uh, somehow it was related to stock photography. So I think that was um it was actually kind of lame. <laughs> it really was. So anyway, uh, I started this journal in, um, like I said, January of 1986. That was also just around the time that the 
Challenger shuttle shuttle exploded. In fact, I think that was my first, one of the things I wrote. Yeah, yeah, I wrote. Uh, I did write and acknowledge the shuttle exploding. It was January twenty eighth, nineteen eighty six. And so one of the entries, and I will read it, and it may not sound like great English, but I wasn't a, I wasn't a good writer necessarily, but it doesn't matter. You know, you'll get the gist of it. So, um, twenty one years old, right? I wrote this entry. February 3rd, 1986. So I'm just going to read it uh, pretty... I'm just going to read it, all right? So I said, perhaps when I leave school, I should think about assisting a photographer. It seems like the thing to do only because I may get to travel a bit, shoot different places, etc. I'm beginning not to want to work at the image bank anymore. It's becoming too 9 to 5-ish. Wake up, go to work eat lunch, work, work, work on nothing that is going to help me in my life. It doesn't advance my cause or my career. In fact, the job and also school hamper my shooting time. But I'm coming to another crossroads in the path of life again. What do I really want to be when I grow up? Well, I guess a photographer. What is it that I want to photograph? Well, I'm not quite sure. I wish that I could make a definite decision i've changed pens i've started writing a different pen i want to shoot things that i like there are a lot of things that i love to shoot people animals nature scenics industrial travel etc but what type of photographer would that make me i really don't and i emphasize the word don't i don't want to be a stock photographer so um yeah i'm ending it now there's a bunch of other stuff in here i i i read that two days before I decided to drop Instagram and I was like, wow, you know, okay, here's a 21 year old kid, me, um, still in college, right? Brain is not fully developed yet. Uh, I've, I've moved in with, uh, a woman who would eventually become my first wife. I've married way too early. You know, anyway, uh, I'm working at a stock photo agency. I'm going to, I'm going to college. Uh, I'm going to an art school, school of visual arts it was really art art based not commercial based you know here i am let me say you know here i am talking about what kind of photographer i want to be when i grow up and that's a lot of things i like to shoot i like to shoot people animals nature scenics industrial in fact i'm, I'm starting to talk like i'm a stock photographer you know i'm, I'm already in that mode uh, you know i think if you talk to a photographer today what do you like to shoot i don't think a lot of people are gonna say i like to shoot industrial and travel you know it, it's those sound like the categories of a stock agency. Um, after I read that, I, I said, you know, this is really interesting how the same thing is going on. I'm, I'm sitting here now today thinking, what do I want to do when I grow up? <laughs> you know, I'm 50, 53 years old and I'm still thinking about what kind of photographer I want to be. And somehow Instagram became the victim of this sort of impulsiveness after I read this. And thinking, okay, there's something that's going on. Uh, what kind of photographer do I want to be? And is, you know, in this case, is Instagram is the image bank, you know, uh, impartially. It's this thing that I'm doing every day, nine to five, you know, quote unquote, and I'm not getting anything of it, and I still don't know what I want to do, right? So Instagram is gone anyway. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting. Also, I want to just... The first thing I wrote in this, it'd be kind of funny, this is sort of a side thing. First thing I wrote in this was, um, actually, one of the things I did was I covered this book with this uh, rubber stamp 
that I made to stamp on my slides to submit to the stock agency. And basically it was a copyright stamp. And it says copyright AM Rosario, 1986. So I was originally, I was stamping this book with this rubber stamp that I bought, which I remember at the time was a really big deal because rubber stamps were, you know, wow, you had a rubber stamp with your name on it. It felt like something. But anyway, the first thing I wrote here, I'll just share these. It's kind of cool. First thing I wrote in here was for a light box dimensions. I was building a light box, 31 eighth inches length, 13 three quarters width. I don't know how I came up with those measurements. What did I need for it? Two 27 inch fluorescent light bulbs, two 24 inch cool daylight, oh, 27 inch fluorescent fixtures, two 24 inch cool daylight balance bulbs, one 30 inch extension cord, blah, 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 right? Things I'm gonna, how I'm gonna make the box. The next page was ideas for space photography. Here's the, listen to this. This, this is funny because this is my book. I'm sharing, you know, it was like, don't tell them I, I, you, I read this to you guys, but I, this is me, right? Well, this is really funny. Ideas for space photography, photographing cream in black coffee for galaxy effects, uh, shooting steam for galactic clouds, pouring liquid into hot pan, uh, mud on a toy ball for planet effects, lighting different objects with an ultraviolet light, stars, glitter on black velvet, uh, uh, what else? Something there. Uh, look for light fibers shining through uh, black velvet, drilling holes through black plexiglass, using a flashlight as a comet or possibly a strobe, shining light on black paper at an extreme angle, plus underexposing so that dark paper turns black. Food itself, such as biscuits, muffins, etc., as planetary objects. I, I think that's a scream. Um, this obviously came because I was when I was working in ImageBank. Some other photographers were doing space photography kind of things, and this is pre-computers, right? So nobody was doing computer stuff. This was all, you know, how to make uh, photography, how to make space photography out of the ordinary objects. I should probably try some of these just to see what happens. You know, photographing cream and black coffee. For galaxy effects um that would be really interesting anyway i thought i'd share that with you in addition but so you know i looked through the book i read it and uh i i quit instagram you know and i'll i'll see how that goes i don't sense that i'm gonna miss it at all in fact what happened uh the day after i quit instagram the day after i'm walking to my coffee shop in the morning and uh, I was walking behind a, a, a Hasidic gentleman who was on his way someplace. Uh, it was early morning and there was a lot of haze in the sky. And I was walking behind him and I, I was able to silhouette. I took the shot of him. Uh, I, I followed him. I actually sort of stalked him for you know a little while. He was you know, obviously his back was towards me. So I was walking up behind him with my camera and I'm shooting and shooting, shooting. And I got a shot that uh, I thought it was a really great shot. And it's uh, I turned it into a black and white, and it's him silhouetted, so you just see the hat, and there's these trees, and there's like sort of beams of light coming through and the sidewalk. And I didn't post it on your Instagram. This, is the, this was like the first picture I didn't post, right? <laughs> you know, rather than the last picture. This is the first picture I didn't post on Instagram after I left. And I, but I did post it to Facebook. I posted it to a couple of Fuji groups that I'm part of, because I follow Fuji groups, because uh, I'm a Fuji guy, so I follow them. And I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to post it there. This is still, you know, the dopamine effect. Like, do I get, you know, approval and whatnot? 
but I, I always get a feeling on on Facebook or, or or even Flickr, you get a little bit more feedback, and maybe you don't get as many you know thumbs up and stuff like that. But there's maybe a little bit kind of different engagement. I could be probably fooling myself, and I'm sure you're saying, yeah, he's full of crap, he's fooling himself. What's the difference? There probably isn't any difference. But um, I've been on Facebook for a while, and I I kind of like the groups that I'm part of. But you know, I might I might leave after them. But it's one thing at a time. But anyway, I posted this picture. And I got something like 500 people giving me, you know, essentially thumbs up on that picture. A lot of people liked it. And I had actually a few, you know, people talking to me back and forth. How'd you take the picture? Blah, blah, blah. And I actually responded to them. But I was like, you know, I was amazed that I got so many people liking it. And uh, I, I actually liked the picture. I thought it was a really good shot, you know, and, and, and the more I look at it, the more I thought, wow, I've, I've got it now as my, um, my cover page on, uh, on, on Facebook. Do I? Yeah. On my cover page is on my, uh, my personal Facebook page. And I just thought that was really interesting. Now, you know, maybe if I po- posted an Instagram, I might've gotten the same kind of, you know, feedback. I don't know. Um, but it didn't matter. It was like, you know, what, what it felt like to me, like I had already quit Instagram and I took the picture and for some reason I, I knew I didn't know I was going to put it on Facebook, but I knew I wasn't putting it on Instagram. It's like, this is my first kind of picture that it, like my street shot that I'm going to take that I'm not going to like instantly put it up on Instagram because I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not putting it up there. I'm going to process it. I'm going to enjoy it. And this is kind of like, the first step into some, I don't know if it's a new direction, but just some first step that just felt like a first step. It's funny that I was walking when I was taking the picture. Uh, there was something, something about it. Uh, and so that's why I put it as my cover picture on my Facebook page. There's something significant about this picture and there's something, but maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just looking at it differently because I'm deciding not to just do the ordinary thing anymore. I've decided to do something else and sort of take back a little bit of my own photography to myself and not try to please anybody with it. So anyway, I just want you guys to know that. Now, uh, I'm getting close on time here, but I wanted to make sure to uh, add this. Maybe I'll take a little bit more extra time. So I'm getting ready to do this tonight, right? This 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 sort of uh, one-on-one with you guys about my leaving Instagram and the the journal from 1986 and i've got this box up on the top shelf furthest reach on my shelf up here with all my stuff and what's it say on it uh hang on hang on a second it says negatives contact sheets old uh so much dust on this it's just like a it's a little you know 12 by 15 cardboard box and i knew i had my old negatives and stuff like that there i don't know how far back they went uh but there's negatives and contact sheets in there and they're from school so i just i just pulled out a bunch that are um they just happen to be from 1986 i didn't know that i just randomly pulled a bunch of contact sheets out and they're from a range of times in 1986 this one is well, actually, they're all around June 1986, the, the group that I've got, June and July. So the first one I've got that I found, uh, and I might even scan this, put this in the show notes. It's a little embarrassing, but eh, what do I care? You guys are listening to me. You guys know me. What am I embarrassed about? Uh, June 6, 1986, self-portraits. I think these were, 
I thought I was in school on June 6th. No. I must have graduated earlier. I think this is after I graduated because I graduated in 86. So this must have been after that. Um, well, I'm not sure why I was taking self-portraits. But anyway, I'll scan that. I, you know, much skinnier. These are really not good pictures. <laughs> I think I was shooting with a 20 millimeter lens. So not a great shot. But these shots of me in my closet. And I can't figure out why. I think I was just trying to be artsy. These are definitely not selfies. You know, these are set up with tripod and couple of shots have my ex-wife in it. This was in my our first apartment in Brooklyn. Um, I don't know what I was trying to do with these. And, you know, I, I it's really funny because until I pulled the count sheet, contact sheet, I don't remember taking these shots. But, you know, I kind of do now. The other batch of stuff I pulled out, a couple things. Like in that time period, 1986, you know, I said the world was a lot different place. And it was a bit of a different person i think we might have all been back then a lot of different things were going on in the world and um i was a lot more politically active i believe mainly because i was with a group of people that working with at the image bank that were also politically active and so they all became my friends and we all sort of did things together and you know i really believed in the things that i was part of back then one of the groups of contact sheets that i have in here I, i'm not going to scan all these and put them in the show notes just too much here but i was at and uh i went to a lot of uh protests in new york city and there was a lot of them in 86 and uh one of them was an anti-apartheid um uh rally in central park uh I don't remember when they let out Nelson Mandela, but there was a lot of people in this country who were rallying uh, against the apartheid government. And I photographed a lot of that stuff. You know, I think I, then I wanted to be a journalist. So I was taking pictures like that. And then this, the, f the first batch of contact sheets I pulled out though, and it's, a, you know, significant considering that we're moving into June, you know, get that in a minute was from July 4th, 1986. And it was a, I'm not sure if it was a gay pride rally. Uh, it was a huge, I'm going to, I'm going to call it a gay pride rally. I mean, I know the uh, gay pride parade is generally in June, but I can't figure out why there would be one in July. It was, it was uh, independence day. So it was July 4th, 1986. Okay. And um, I actually marched in it with my friends and I had my camera with me. And this was also in, you know, the beginnings and the middle of the uh, AIDS epidemic. And, um, you know, we were all kind of really, you know, uh, trying to make a stand back then. You know, there was anti, uh, you know, Reagan um, uh, protests and, you know, the Cold War and, uh, you know, nuclear weapons and, and whatnot. There was all this stuff going on. And I don't have lots of photographs of all those. And especially in 86, I was in a lot of rallies. And this one that I was, um, I actually walked in the gay pride parade with my camera and, uh, it's kind of interesting to see. And I didn't realize that, uh, you know, I pulled out these contact sheets tonight to sort of look at them thinking, okay, well, maybe I'll find some old stuff and I can scan, uh, show you guys that it would be from the same time period that I had this, uh, that I wrote this, um, journal entry about Instagram. And, you know, so I'm looking at these now thinking, you know, I'm not this person anymore, right? But uh, the world is a little bit different now. There's not a lot of uh, this kind of stuff in New York City anymore, you know? Um, 
after our protests and whatnot, you know, we had the Occupy Wall Street and something like that. But this was this was a really powerful time. People were, uh, you know, in the gay community, were fighting for their lives, uh, fighting against uh, all sorts of things. You know, there are, uh, and so I'm looking at them and thinking, what kind of person was I then, and what kind of person am I now? And you know, then I'm in the middle of uh, the these important you know, almost historical times, you know, I'm looking at the photography. It's not great. You know, it's good. You know, it's really the document of the event. I wouldn't call it uh, stylistic in any way, but you know, this is what I was doing. I was in school. I was going to protests. I was taking as many pictures as I could. I didn't really care. Uh, maybe I didn't care what they look like. You know, I was recording uh, events. Um, I really wasn't thinking too much about the stuff you know um and today you know what i'm what i'm kind of worried about now is instagram you know so it's just like the two things are like opposite sides of this you know scale and i happen to be you know fortunate in some way to have had you know i'm 53 years old so i've had some life experience and of course i'm going to have be a bit of a different person than you know when i was 22 you know this is over 30 years ago so well, yeah, a lot, a lot is going to change. And yet I'm thinking like, um, you know, these may not be the greatest pictures in the world, but they're of an event of people who are taking things very seriously and fighting for their lives. Um, and, you know, here I am and the, my existential crisis in photography is whether or not I should be on Instagram or not, you know? And I, I, I'm just really thinking about that. Like what, what's happened in 30 years? Why is this, you know, does it have anything to do with digital? I don't know. Maybe it does. It doesn't, I, you know, is it me? You know, a lot of things happened to me in my time period. I'm, uh, you know, there are photographers out there who, uh, started doing what they've done at the beginning of their career and are still doing it and are, are you know, are, are making a difference with their photography. You know, I thought at some point I might make a difference with my photography. I don't know where I lost this thing. Uh, of wanting to be uh, sort of a journalist and stuff like that, but I did lose it. You know, I think I got more involved in wanting to make money and make a living and stuff like that. Um, not that I, you know, who says I couldn't have made a living doing journalism? I mean, I'm sure I could have. I just chose not to. You know, I ended up working at this at the stock agency, and I'm sort of, I want to say, you know, that that culture became something that, uh, as you read, you know, as you heard what I I read, that was something that I was doing on a day to day basis and. You know, and oh, by the way, just so you know, I signed a contract with the Image Bank in 1986 as well. I was also one of the, I think at the time when I signed it, I was, was it, was it 88 or 86? No, it was 86. It was 86 because that's why I have the rubber stamp. I was stamping my slides. Yeah, I was uh, the youngest photographer to sign a contract at the Image Bank. There was another photographer who's a, who's, I want to say a friend of mine. We're 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 friendly and we know each other. Uh, just sort of hang out on Facebook. He at the point uh, was the youngest photographer there until I signed, and then I became the youngest photographer there, <laughs> which is weird. So I actually had a contract, and I was submitting photography. And I think by the time I took these pictures in July, I had already been submitting stock to the uh, stock agency. So on one hand, I'm doing this kind of commercial 
non-interesting, or what I thought was commercial stuff. I, I, if I looked at the pictures now, I probably wouldn't think that they're very stocky. But, um, you know, on one hand, I was doing that, and then, you know, July 4th comes by, and I'm with my friends from the stock agency I work with, and we're at, uh, you know, a, a gay pride parade, or uh, we're marching against, uh, uh, you know, apartheid in South Africa, and I'm taking tons and tons of pictures. So anyway, you know, I think of this episode as a way to get to know me a little bit better, <laughs> know a little bit of my my history. I actually I have not looked at these contact sheets in I don't know how long, um, and I just pulled them out so I could show them, kind of talk to talk to you guys about where I'm at, and and sort of look at them and you know maybe I'll be good and what time is it? It's kind of late, so I might just scan a couple of these and put them in the uh, put them in the show notes, but. You know, why not? You know, they're a little bit of the history. So now you get to know me a little bit better. But, you know, my my question to sort of leave you with, right, is to, let's see, you know, think about this myself, because this is really, this is really more for myself. Like, what am I doing? What are you doing now? What is the, what's the purpose of the photography that you're doing? Where everybody's recording pictures, we're all taking shots, we're all showing them, we're sharing them. We're spending all this, we're spending so much of this energy outwards, right, to um, to show and to share. And this becomes this big thing now. And first of all, I'd love to know where that evolved from and why. But, you know, when I, when I was taking these shots, you know, from the Gay Pride rally, I don't think I was submitting these to a magazine or a newspaper. I was just, I was taking them to sort of record history, right? So, you know, as a record. But why why is this that we're so into this? We have this need now to share the pictures with everybody. What is what is it really that about? What's deeper than that? We, you know, I don't know. Sharing. Uh, I'm really curious about this word sharing, and I'd like to I'd like to throw it out to you guys to come back to me on Twitter or Facebook and have a discussion around because I'm really kind of trying to think about this. I, you know, this is where the generational thing comes in. I'm coming from a place that. I wasn't sharing the pictures because we didn't have the venue to do it, right? You know, um, slides, prints, you know, unless I got a gallery or something like that, there was no internet. So there was no sharing the pictures. and didn't even think about that, really. So I go from we go from that to now this this desperate need to share. Now, is it really only about sharing? Or is it really about, like, getting some affirmation that you're a photographer, you've existed at this time, you've taken this picture of this subject and you're showing it to people and the people are reacting to it by spending a second or two with it. How does that make you feel when you really think about it? Like what is the, what is it you're getting from this? Now, if you're, uh, if you're out on Instagram and you want to get sponsorship and you're trying to move your business, that's one thing. That's fine. That's kind of what I'm doing with switch to manual or what I, my, my goal is to do with it. And you know, I want to generate some money in the business. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. It's one way to do it. But if you're there on Instagram with your personal work and you're showing pictures every day, what is it that you're gaining from it? What is the goal? What is the ultimate goal of this? And I really, I'm not going to buy because I want to share my work with the world. That doesn't mean that's what Instagram does. So if you put stuff on Instagram or even Facebook or wherever you decide to share, that's what's happening. That's the nature of it. Okay, that's fine. That's not what you want to do. Okay, I'm not buying that that's what your goal is, that you want to share. Because if you do, you're going to have a really good reason. I want to know what that reason is. Now, uh, sorry, I'm not trying to sound pushy or anything like that, but 
I want, um, cause I'm still kind of figuring out this for myself. You know, my way of doing this was shutting down Instagram to, to sort of, um, you know, uh, pull things back a little bit and say, okay, what am I trying to do? What, what is my goal? My goal is to walk around the streets of Brooklyn, take pictures of people who I see every day so I can post them on Instagram and share them with the world. Why? Why do I want to do that? What, what is that going to serve? So that somebody in, you know, you know, Alaska is going to see a picture of uh, a Hasidic guy walking down Ocean Parkway. What is that going to do in the world? I, I don't know. You know, maybe there's a good answer. Maybe there's not. Is it going to make, is it going to change the world? That doesn't change my life at all, really, other than like it, it keeps me going to take more pictures. But uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm a little jumbled here with this, with this question to you guys. But I do want to know that because I want to keep investigating this. But um, see if, see if, uh, well, I'm not going to tell anybody to shut down their Instagram account, but really think about this. I, I, I don't want to go into social media much anymore. Uh, I, I'm probably not going to start up my Instagram account again. I'm not saying never because I, if I said never, you know, that would be a load of crap. But as I'm not submitting to it anymore and I'm not doing it, you know, what am I doing now when I'm taking pictures? You know, yes, I am sharing them on Facebook. Well, actually, I'm not really sharing everything on Facebook because I'm not posting every day. And I didn't post a bunch of stuff on Flickr either. So I'm just sort of thinking, okay, taking a bunch of shots with my camera. I've been photographing people just like I do every day on my way to work. And I haven't done anything with them, really. Not much. So what are you guys doing? What is the what is the goal? What what do you want to get from it? You want to make money? You want to be famous? Do you want people to look at your pictures for a second and you're cool with that? Um, whatever. Let me know. Let's let's open up a discussion. Anyway, I've talked way too long, um, but I enjoy it. I hope you guys did too. Uh, I'm going to leave it for now. Uh, next, uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do for the next episode. I'd like to get a couple people on or at least a guest host and, and talk. So I'm not talking to myself. I'd like to do this, you know, I'd like to alternate having a show where I'm talking to you guys and then having someone else out. So that's, you know, maybe at some point I might work up to three or four times a month. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can handle that. It's a lot of pressure. But, you know, I'm actually looking for ways to move out of that, you know, Groundhog Day circle that I said, you know. So maybe that would do it. I don't know. I, I like doing the podcast. So I like talking to you guys. I can talk forever, I think. I probably should be going to bed now. But I'm going to do some scanning before when I hang up. Anyway, thanks for hanging in with me. Uh, love talking to you guys. I love all the feedback you guys have been getting me uh, about the show. Uh, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, you can find everything about Switch to Manual at switchtomanual.com on the interwebs. Uh, we are also... We <laughs> We are also on uh, Twitter at switch the number two manual, so switch to manual, and we're also switch the number two manual on Instagram, so you can look for us there. I'm posting lots of uh, photo quotes on uh, Instagram. I, I love finding quotes from photographers and matching pictures with the quotes, so check us out there. Uh, I wish Instagram had a share feature. I would love people to <laughs> I'd love people to share these photo quotes around. Now again, it's a different goal, remember. <laughs> I'm trying not to be, uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, so look for Switch to the Manual on uh, Instagram as well. Uh, Flickr as well. What else? If you want to look for Flickr, my, my own pictures are AM Rosario. If you want to look at my 
my archive now on Instagram. It's at amrosario. I'm on Twitter at amrosario as well. And what else? So just look for amrosario. The other thing you do is like if there's a tip uh, cup that I put on our Podbean page and also on our uh, page where uh, on our website, if you guys feel like uh, helping uh, me out a little bit on uh, supporting the show, you can always throw me a you know a PayPal tip. Uh, uh, Mike, um, Tom used to say chump change, help us buy a beer, something like that. But uh, you know I'm covering all the costs myself. But what I really like you to do if you want to support the show is have me uh, review your portfolio. We, uh, if you go to switchdemanual.com slash portfolios, I believe, or just go to the main page, you can click on the portfolio link. Uh, what I'd like to do is you guys send me some of your pictures and I'll give you uh, a critique. I've been a photo editor and that's one of the things I used to do, be able to look at pictures and uh, give you some positive, negative, or useful feedback about how uh, how i see the picture uh they are uh different paid tiers uh we do have a free one if you want to just try me out i'm happy to to look at a picture and, and give you a quick uh or response to it. it might be a way to say oh well, let me have a look at these you know other groups of pictures but uh the paid tiers is a great way to get me working for you uh and uh definitely helps support the site i like to work for my uh support so if you really want to support us uh, or, you know, tell a friend you know, if they're having questions about their photography and want somebody to look at them, uh, someone like me who's been a photo editor and has a lot of experience looking at pictures, uh, be really willing to help, uh, you know, for the, for the price to pay. It's not that, that expensive. So anyway, give us a try. It's a great way to support uh, Switch to Manual Street Shot podcast. What else? I think that's it. I think that's all. Th- oh, you know, the other thing you can do, uh, give us uh, r- ratings and um uh, feedback on iTunes and try to get me up in the, uh, you know, in the ratings there and get me, uh, you know, visible to other people. You know, I want to get more listeners. And also, t- please tell your friends about me uh, if you like what I'm talking about and the the way the show's going. Uh, yeah, share with your friends and uh, you know, let me know on uh, Twitter if you guys uh, if you shared it with anybody. I'd love to meet them. So anyway, thanks for listening tonight, and I will uh, see you in you know a couple of weeks. Uh, hopefully, probably, definitely, <laughs> and uh, I will. Uh, thanks, thanks for hanging in there. And uh, see you later. If Tom was here, he'd say adios.